Hey, Missile Master, episode two of Conversational Contraband. Go ahead and introduce yourselves again. Hi, I'm Isaiah. I'm Nicole. I'm Zoe. Garrett. Uh, today's topic is prison reform. So, um, I'm thinking that the first topic we should kind of bring up is the fact that as prisoners get reformed, prisons, they start to lose their population. So, like, overcrowding is a huge problem with it. What do you yeah. have to say about that, Zoe? Yeah, um, I agree. Like, over there, there's, um, there's many prisons that are being built and money that's given to these prisons, but yet there's still over, overcrowding that's occurring. And you can find this information on, on the article that says, like, the real reason behind overcrowding in prisons by Anthony Gregory. And so it basically says that even though they're, they're working to build it, like as many prisons and give as much money, there's still overcrowding. So that just tells you how, how, much, how much people are in jail because if they're well, giving lots of money and building lots of prisons, it just, there's just a lot of people in jail. Yeah, but what's the reason why it's overcrowded? Like, that's, I mean, sure, they're building more prisons, but is there, like, a reason? I was going to say something about that. Like, um, the, uh, yeah, and the article, again, says, like, the main reason is that the America, we, we have too many laws. And so people are just going, going into jail and getting into prison because of all these laws that we have in the in the, in the United States. Alright, I, I just want to say something to like, first about that I really feel is, in a sense, very not, that's not really true in my opinion. Because in my opinion, I feel like there's just too much corruption in our law enforcement. Yeah. That's why I feel like there's more people being put in jail because I don't think it's that we have too many losses that we have too much corruption yeah in our and and this article is it's an opinion piece so it has like a lot of bias because it says be beware of bias so I feel like that is a little, little opinion and bias because I feel like the amount of laws that we have are good and like there's obvious there's a reason for every law they're not gonna make a law just because they want it to be a law they're gonna like a law is gonna be for something like beneficial. It's good. So I don't. I don't think that's the main reason why we. It's because of too many laws. I agree with you, Isaiah. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's like it has to do with race. You know, like going back to it. I feel like if you look at someone and they like, and you compare someone like with a white person and, and a black person, police are gonna be like, oh, like this black person is doing something bad. Yeah. Where they're like. Whether they're doing something bad or not, they're gonna yeah. put them in jail. And like, I feel like that part is like, like he said, so you just like the racial profiling. Yeah, that like part racial, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so why there's more people race in jail. And You're sort of on the side of like with Isaiah with corruption. Yeah. yeah. I exactly. feel as though with overcrowding, that I don't think that there's too many laws, and I feel like corruption's present, but it's not. I feel like it's not to the degree that a lot of media puts it out to be. I feel like there's hidden corruption, but I also think that too many laws are punishable by jail time. Okay. Like, that that seems to be one of yeah. the only punishment other than monetary fines and, I mean, community like there's service. No there's no variety. Like, it's either you get fined or you just go straight to jail. Or, That's and people, true. I know certain people are trying to say, oh, well, there's probation. But most of the time when you get a probation sentence, 
what's it after? You go, it's literally what after you go to jail. Mm-hmm. And either you put on probation, which in my sense, I can agree with you with that. Too many laws are sentenced with jail time. Because mm-hmm. some things, I'm not saying like any, if you break a law, you need to slap on the wrist. No. But yeah. I'm saying that, you know, I don't know, what happened to, what happened to community service? Nobody gets community service anymore. For, like, for minor, for minor. For, yeah, for no, minor. I'm talking about adults. Yeah, yeah. Not, some my, of them. Minors, do. the minors, the main thing you really can get besides uh, juvie is community service. Yeah, but I'm talking true. about adults. And even yeah. then, juvie is jail time. Thank yeah, you. That's true. And like, I'm talking about adults. Like they, you, uh, if somebody over 21 breaks a law, and say a minor were to break the law, the minors can get community service. I don't understand why that 21 year old can't get same, community service. Same law. I, I mean, granted, I'm. Gra- no, but also, yeah, I don't know, but I'm saying is like, granted, he's an adult. Now. He's a kid, you know, he messed up, he shouldn't have done that, so he does not have to do a service. Now, you should have known better. Now, you popped out. I'm saying y'all both should get community service, but you should serve it longer than mm-hmm. he should. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why it's got to be, oh, y'all both go to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't that doesn't. But it also work. depends on the age gap. If it's, like, like let's say a 12-year-old versus a 20-year-old, I mean, that I would understand because, like, the 20-year-old, like, they know what they did yeah. wrong, you know, but the 12-year-old, like, they didn't know. They didn't know what to do. So yeah. I, I think it has to do with that, too. That that's why they don't get community service. Yeah, and I feel like too, like for some people who break the laws, I feel like it would be more beneficial if they took a course and like got help and yeah, almost like like rehab, like they got rehab into and training to fix this problem and not just putting them in this confinement where there's the person the person that is going to jail they're not going to learn anything but like also, once they're released they're probably going to do the same thing over again because there was nobody there to help them and teach them what they did wrong and also even if it's even if it's like for adults yeah. they might not they they still need a rehab that's true but and so i feel like some people like they need to take like a class or a course and instead know, of going to jail like, it also i think it has to do with mental health you know like yeah. Mental health is a yeah. big point. It's it is. Mental health is a really big point, but also the one thing I really hate about mental health being such a, I guess you say, an outlet of getting at such a severe point is that people tend to really attempt to abuse that factor. Yeah. Now, I know that you can get tested to, uh, yeah. tested to prove it right or wrong, but I feel like literally abusing a disability I, I don't it's almost disrespectful Thank to you. people yeah. who do have it. Thank is, you. It is. But like, I feel like the reason why um, jails are being, like, overpopulated is because um, of the mental health aspect. Because people mm-hmm. think, like, oh, they're, they're like, uh, like, I don't know, what's it called? Um, uh, so, like, in a different article called um, 16 Decriminalization of Drugs, Pros we, and we Cons. They are, no, I'm, I'm staying on the topic of mental okay, health. Okay. But, um, I mean, this is a, this is just a... Uh, it's a source or whatever. Um, point number seven, it's a pro for decriminalizing drugs, which we'll get into later, but uh, um, it says that 76% of jailed inmates, they, they're reported to have at least one mental health issue. Okay. So mental health, yes, it is a factor, yep. but as Isaiah said, it's, it's very abused mm-hmm. in it the is. sense that people, people make claims, but... And then that really gets annoyed, that annoys me about it is that like, I'm just saying I'm not saying like, 
with mental health that like if you have a mental health disorder and you break a law that you don't deserve to be punished you still deserve to be punished whether mm-hmm. you knew better or not you need to learn from your mistakes but it should but be accompanied with rehab. I think you thank you it should be a, yes yeah. I was gonna say it should be uh treatment. it should yeah, be accompanied that, yeah. by with treatment rehabilitation stuff to help you get therapy stuff to help you get better and not just like and so, them up yeah and so basically what I want to say after that is is that basically when it comes to People claiming they have mental health issues. I really feel like if you're going to try and fake something that severe, you should definitely be, be even more penalized. But I yeah. feel like, like instead of it's jail, basically, it's basically like if you go to school and you break a rule and then you lie. But like, I feel like, like I don't know. I feel like instead yeah. of jail, because like, like like Zoe said, like it's overpopulated. I feel like instead of putting them in like uh you know a jail, they should put them in like I don't know like a mental health asylum or something. Because it, like, I don't know, like, let's say someone got murdered. They should probably go into a mental health asylum because, you know. Well, while overcrowding is, is definitely, yeah, it's still recording. While overcrowding definitely is, it's, um, it's a huge issue. The other big main point that, um, a couple of us were trying to bring up is the, well, what has to do with a lot of overcrowding is actually drug charges. A lot of, yeah. People get paid or people get convicted on minor drug charges so often that that's it's uh, contributing to the overpopulation factor. Like not not even minor people, like people who are over eighteen. No, no, no. I mean, I mean minor drug charges, as in like. Oh, like marijuana stuff. Like yeah, like that? like oh, you buy yeah. like you buy a dime of weed or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a, that's an issue. Not like, that like, I know what that is, Miss LeMaster. Right, right. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm don't know what to that say, is. If, okay. you, if you're in possession of a, if a controlled substance, you're generally going to get jail time for that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, whether you're in possession or you're selling or buying. Or even making, um, yeah. That's or, what... yeah, or even, or even making. You get you generally get jail time, and that makes up a ton of the population. But moving on from overcrowding, people who abuse drugs or have a substance dependency, they get jail time, and that really doesn't help at all. That's true. It just Honestly, what, yeah. what I feel like what something. this does is when you try to jail when you try to put someone in jail for using narcotics mm-hmm. or you know just just low level weed or <laughs> weed yeah. low level low level drugs, uh, you really like if they're really dependent on it. Mm-hmm. You basically, I guess you could say, you just giving them jail time instead of you know, like actually helping, trying to help them get help and That's go to rehabilitation, true. getting them straight jail time. Like the, the effects of withdrawal, there are that some, there are, there, them. Yeah. there are some effects of, of drug withdrawal or like addiction withdrawal that can literally kill you. That's true. Yeah. That's actually true. That's like, heroin and stuff like that. Yeah, heroin. It's that's bad. definitely a drug you get dependent on, and they do, they do attempt to like give you less and less just so that you don't die because that is it is necessary at some point yeah but that's what i'm saying it's like why would you put them in jail because these things because you know basically people have mental freakouts when they're when they're uh Mm -hmm. going from through withdrawal so basically what i'm saying is you're gonna force that man to have a complete freakout in the middle of the jail when the warden can easily give him more jail time so he can instead. So instead of him being able, say he was in jail for two years, right, which wouldn't happen, and he freaks out, and he freaks out in the prison, right? Oh, and he just got five years added. That's that's, that's at least seven years of withdrawal. Instead of giving this man some help, 
or you mean this woman. I'm not yeah. going to discriminate. I'm not a sexist. I am not a sexist. Mm-hmm. But um, instead of giving them some help, you're just going to force them to suffer. That's and granted, true. like, I know what some people say is like, well, why would you even give up a little bit of drugs uh, from time to time? Well, because if they don't have it, the body is so dependent on it, it will mm-hmm. literally shut down. That's yeah, true. and while that's true, it's, it's also, I mean... That that shouldn't be handled in a jail. Whenever yeah. you're whenever you're punished for a drug charge, a to stop the overcrowding that we were talking about earlier, you should be put in rehab. You should, yeah. And not yeah. only that, you should you should be allowed to have just to have help to get yourself off of it in any way necessary. You should yeah. be. And now, uh, I I think too like the people. Most of the people, like the people in the jail that does the drugs, mm-hmm. I think those those are the people who most most likely needs to most mostly needs to be in the rehabs and not in jails. And another factor and, is that a lot of people who do use drugs and get punished for it, a lot of those are the mentally ill that we were talking about earlier, trying to yeah. self medicate. So yeah. there's one thing I want to say. Uh, it's kind of like a. It's a personal reference of mine. Okay. So one of my sister's friends in college, she's a criminal justice major. Okay. And one of the projects is to figure out a way to, I guess you could say, set up a, uh, basically a jail, a prison. Mm-hmm. But however, because they're talking about, that's why I really wanted to do prison reform as well, because like, it's talking about like with drugs and narcotics and stuff like that, because that's yeah. part of what the project is on. Yeah. So they really want to, and what they came up with, to, uh, like a model of the way the prison would be, it's, you know, just like a normal prison, except that uh, prisoners with, they basically will, like, level out prisoners who have uh, narcotic charges. And severe, severe uh, drug users will be put into a more of a heavy re- uh, uh, rehabilitation center type mm-hmm. ward. And as you, like, are, like, say if you're not, like, as addicted as other people, as you move down, like, it's a complete rehabilitation it's like center. A it's a rehabilitation center. Mm-hmm. But it literally... Is, yeah, like like a graduation center to help you get better. Mm-hmm. And then instead of, you know, going straight back into jail, because, you know, you basically have been in jail with rehabilitation because it is a prison. It is still a prison. They will still treat you like a prison. It's just that you will have time to be rehabilitated. However, but when you get out, you will have to be on probation for the sole purpose. You know, they just want to. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be on probation from an officer. You'd be on, on probation from like, like an NA like member. A, yeah, from like mm-hmm. a medical official, someone who can watch on you, yeah. just make sure you're doing okay. You're not having any freakouts. You're not going through any heavy withdrawal, no depression, anything like that. So like, like a sponsor from Narcotics Anonymous. Yeah. Like that. So that's why I'm, I, I really like that type of idea that they came yeah, up with. Yeah, that's great. That's great idea. It's literally a rehabilitation center and a prison at the same time. So you're yeah. basically going through both things, except you're also getting mentally better. That's true. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, widespread, like, legal, like, our actual legal system, that just sadly won't ever actually happen. Yeah. Other issues, um, other issues on prison reform are, like, reformed inmates joining back into the, just the regular world, you know? Like, they, they're... They're having issues with their criminal records <coughs> to be able to get jobs because nobody wants to hire a, a uh, you know, a, a formerly dangerous criminal or any type of criminal, really. Yeah. So what do you guys have to say about, like, prisoners reentering the world, the free world? Yeah, okay, yeah. Let, can I say something? The thing about prisoners reentering the world is 
ones that I have actually learned from their lessons, I really, in my aspect, I actually really respect them. Yeah. Because, you know, they realized what they did was wrong, and they've actually changed. They're not like, okay, yep, I'm out. I'm about to go grab me a good 10 grams of weed and smoke it all, and then just go get some crack and shit. Like, like, no, they're not like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're basically just like, all right. You know what? I gotta do better. I gotta like if he if they had a family. You know what? I gotta provide for my son, my daughter, uh, my wife. Yeah, but it like, can be really hard to do that with a record. I, I know it can be really hard to do that, but how? That's the thing though. I feel like, cause that's what I was about to get to. I feel like if you, on your record, cause it shows that you've been to prison yeah. and that you're out. I really feel that like on your record, they, what they should do is, if you try to actually do better mm-hmm. and go get a job and you know help to help your family and stuff like that, I feel like you should be, everybody deserves a second chance in my opinion. Yes. Sure. yes. Whether you've messed up uh, on a higher scale than others or whether it's just a tiny little mix up, mm-hmm. I feel like they should get, be given a second chance. However, that's not really what happens. What really happens is it's just like, they look at it, oh, he's been to jail, no, buddy, you're out. Yeah. And like, yeah, and they're like, because there's the thing, Employers, they don't really care about, oh, you got to feed your family. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do No, nah, I don't care. I just want my money. Yeah. That's really what employers care about. Mm-hmm. And if you got that criminal charge, you're like, oh, maybe he's not going to bring in as much just, money as I want him to because he might mess up and we might lose customers. Yeah. Maybe. Or he might, like, ruin the business or st- steal the money. So I feel like steal money. that's why there's been a good movement in this century, not only with uh, women being equally represented for jobs, but also cr- uh, like ex-cons, they're also starting to see new opportunities open up with people being more accepting of everybody's past and how everybody's doing. So I feel like now with a more open mindset that at least the United States has, that uh, ex-cons are getting more chances because of not their past but their qualifications for certain jobs. Now that's not always true because some because all businesses are privately owned and at the end of the day an employer can do whatever they want Especially sometimes it's hard. sometimes yeah. it's not fair but i mean that's why that's why these these ex-cons their mental states are fragile they've been kicked down and they're going to keep getting kicked down as they keep failing to provide just for themselves and you know the one thing that really annoys yeah. me too is the fact that the same people who don't give ex-cons a uh, second chance are the exact same people who are just like, oh, our unemployment rate is way too high. That's you have how many ex-cons out there trying to get back into the world, you know, and do better? Yeah. But you're not giving them that second chance. They can't, like, and then you're, you're basically contributing to the high unemployment rate we have in our country. But you're just going to say, oh, well... You know, I have my job. I don't really have to do it. I can just complain all I want. That that's not how it works, and that's what really gets me annoyed. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Nowadays, like if they if the if people that were in jail like they mess up and they go to jail, I feel like employees and like hire people can't they can't look past that. And I think that's what we need to do do is like okay, they served their time. They know what they did wrong. Let now let's move past it and not hold a grudge because because they messed up and once or twice or even mo- multiple times but they fixed it and they served their time so like we need to move past it and hire them and give them at least give them a chance that actually just 
you saying that really kind of made me uh, think about something. So, this is, it's still with prisons. You know, it's a little off topic, but, yeah. like, you know when prisoners do a certain act. This is why I don't, okay, this is what I really don't like about our legal system. Somebody could murder somebody else. True. And they get, what, lifetime? Life mm-hmm. sentence? And if somebody else could do, I guess, they, I guess you could say, they could do something, I guess you could say, worse than murder, which... You know, really, most people are like, how can you do something worse than murder when you get more charges and stuff like that? But the one thing that I really don't like is the fact that that person who gets who mur- who killed somebody else gets a lifetime. The other person you said who probably got maybe two or three felonies and a minor charge, they literally mo- more there are more um, death row inmates who actually like can be put who are probably who are going to be uh, put to death. That don't even have murder charges than some that you yeah. really would expect that have just lifetime sentences. Yeah. Which is what I really don't like because at the same time, because, and the one thing that I just don't understand is the fact that our legal system, it, I don't understand how it operates. Oh, this person murdered somebody? Oh, you have lifetime. Oh, you had drugs on you? Oh, you're going to the, to the electric chair, buddy. Like, what, who, how does that even make any sense? Yeah. And then another thing that really gets me annoyed is the fact that the thing that really, uh, that really, pisses me off or pushing my buttons when it comes to uh, the death penalty. I feel like it's a very, very torturous to the fact that they uh, they have the inmates' family watch them die. Yeah, that part's messed up. Like, over. that, to me, honestly, I wouldn't like. What I would like is to, like, have... What I would say would be, like... Basically, before the inmate is, you know, murdered, sadly, or killed, sadly, they should at least be able to spend one more day with their... Uh, with their family. Granted, yeah, under supervision, yes, so they can't just course. dip out. But, of course, yeah. I mean, just been one good, last, fun, loving day with your family. Because. Yeah, and we're like, remember, like, family. Yeah, because they literally they have, have to kids. watch you die. They literally yeah. have to watch you die. Yeah, no, that, that, that's my And, really what, their consolation prize is the last meal? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm fat on the inside, so I love food, but, like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I would be so mad, impressed if someone were to not, instead of like, I would rather spend one day with my family, spend one last day with my family, than eat my last meal hour or two before I'm dead. Because I get to see my loved ones, I actually get to hang out with them, get to talk to them, say my last words, stuff like that. Because yeah. I know the moment I'm going to die, they're gonna have to sit there and watch. Pro tip, yeah, just like, change your meal every single time they cook it, and then you'll never die. That oh is so true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no. But, um, yeah, so and also, that's, like... That's on prison. Yeah. That's on prisoner reform now, but prison prison reform itself... I yeah, feel, I know. That's why I said it's a little off topic. Yeah, but prison reform itself, I feel like the... Just the certain prison, prison system that we have, inmates are subjected to a lot worse... Like, conditions? Condi- yeah, condition. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. A lot worse conditions than they really deserve. Yeah, that's true. No, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, okay, this is kind of off topic too, but like, going back to the employment rate and everything, I just thought about this. Like, what if someone has like 15 years in prison or something, right? Mm-hmm. How do they adapt to the real world again? Like, how do they work? Mm-hmm. How do they do that? They're desensitized. The prison is a different world. Yeah. It's way different. So, yeah. Like, 
everything's on a schedule. Yeah, You're not even that. a real functioning person exactly. anymore. I mean, and maybe, maybe like as soon as they get out of jail, like maybe they might not be able to get a job, but they can work their way up to it. Like they can maybe if they got in like jail when they were really young, maybe they could go back to school finish college or get some more education and then but like work up to it because I like if you stay in jail for a long time you would like you can easily forget like how the real world world was because you're so isolated and so you might not like as soon as you get out of jail might not go back to a job you you probably would have to work up to it too yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense I don't know it's just it's crazy yeah to adapt and everything like wrap it up. Okay. No, no, no. We got to talk about yeah. one more thing. Oh, okay. So going from that, well, I mean, we do have to talk about that, but we also have to talk about, um, like, we talked about prisoner reform, so like prisoners re-entering the world, all that. But we haven't talked about the actual prison conditions themselves that need to be better in order to, you yeah, know, keep true. inmates like healthy. So, you know, actually, I'll say something like their that. Their treatments, their food, the cleanliness, just. The just how malnourished more, pris- are. more prisoners are how literally prisoners are. more prisoners are literally malnourished and more prisoners are really malnourished and sick mm-hmm. being in being in the actual uh, facility mm-hmm. than they would normally be if, even if they were working in some horrible like say if you worked at a dirty McDonald's like I mean a dirty dirty McDonald's mm-hmm. you could get sick faster and more in a prison facility than you could there quick side note Miss LeMaster watch um, go on YouTube and watch last week tonight uh, prison reform it's a great episode it, relates it, really heavily to this topic is it like scary no 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 it's it's funny John Oliver is like a news comedian a lot like Trevor Sh- Noah like you know like you told me about just great episode. Watch all of it. It's it's hilarious. But yeah, I when it comes to you know the one thing that actually will get me mad sometimes is what? you know the prison facilities that actually have different types of cells depending on like solitary. Yeah, and, solitary like, stuff like that. One thing that doesn't understand I don't understand is you can be in that jail like literally say two prisoners can come in right mm-hmm. and one thing I don't like one could be this was kind of go into what we're going to talk about a little later, probably right after this topic, is one could be white, one could be black. Yeah. Now, they could easily just sit down and a prison fight starts. Neither of them started, or, or say the white dude started it, the black dude was just just trying to, you know, get out of the whole thing. The black man would be sent to solitary confinement. What if he has a mental disorder and he can't be alone by himself? Like, uh, what's that one called? Uh, Autism? Yeah, something like that. Or like he has autism or I can't Schizophrenia. Remember. There we go. If he has like uh, autism or schizophrenia... Those people really can't be by themselves because it's gonna mentally damage them. Yeah. But there's a white dude perfectly fine just decide to start start a prison fight. Well, oh, what he'll, is, get, he'll get sent to yeah, solitary. He'll get too. sent to solitary confinement, but the dude in the but the black dude yeah, will be he, there longer. He was doing I mean, they'll they'll both be sent even though one no. didn't deserve the punishment. Yeah. Probably yeah. not longer, but I mean they'll be punished they'll be punished even though they'll the black man either. didn't have anything to do with it. If the black dude did start it and the white dude had to join in, maybe they both get sent for the same amount of time. Or actually, no. If a black man is, or an ethnic man, I should say, if he's supposed to start, if or if he's going to start an issue, uh, maybe a riot, a fight, uh, something like that, they're statistically more likely to get a longer solitary yeah. than a white guy. 
Now, that's not to say that white people don't get sent to solitary. Oh, they definitely yeah, do. No. They do. But but it's generally if the uh, generally if who, just whoever starts it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I have color will get more time. I have yeah. a, another piece of information for about conditions and stuff from the same article I was reading from the real reason behind overcrowding in prisons. There's this uh, quote or sentence that says that um, it has to do with overcrowding too, but it says that, that rape and brutality have become a norm. So yeah, it's, that's one of the yeah. things that I don't get. Why can't I understand? Government makes millions, and instead of I, I don't know, just spending it on just absolutely disgusting salaries of politicians, why don't you just pay for for some doors in, like in the shower rooms? Doors yeah, that, yeah. will literally doors with a lock on it will stop rape. Yeah, sure, contraband true. and stuff will get in, but well, honestly, that's doors. more like that's more with. Uh, Male prisons. That would definitely help with male prisons. The thing no, about, not yeah. just male prisons. No, 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 no. But let, let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Let me explain. So the thing is, is I'm saying is, when it comes to, you know, female prisons, I feel like that could help, you know, between, you know, if it's uh, a female raping a female. You'd be surprised. I mean, female I know that happens. Brutal. I know what happens. Yeah, I know. I know. Look, look, look. I, I, look, look, like look, I get it. I know what happens. Brutal. But what I'm saying is what gets me, but I, I really feel like should, I don't know. What I'm saying is, the thing I don't really like about that so much would be doors would help prison, prison, uh, prisoner on prisoner rape. However, when it comes to female facility, female prison facilities, there were literally times where there were literally times where uh, where literally an officer will put himself onto a female prisoner, and that's what I'm saying. I don't like that part of it of yeah. the officer raping a prisoner. Yeah. All right, so. Unfortunately, we have to end it on that right, note. What do you mean? We got tw- this is a thirty-minute podcast. We have forty minutes, and we didn't get to everything. It's fine. It's I'm, fine. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. We got, we got one more. Yeah. One, one more topic. Alrighty, missile bastard, get buckled in. I know. Let's make this quick because I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't want this to be too long. Yeah. So, last thing that I really want to say is kind of related back to skin color. So, whenever you look at the. Uh, the article that has most of the graphs and statistics and stuff like that. It doesn't have a title. It doesn't really have a title at all. Okay. It just has numbers and, it's, and stuff it's like a, that. It's mainly a statistics. Yeah, it's mainly yeah, a, stati- a, stati- a statistical uh, paper. And when it comes to men and women, uh, one out of nine men are literally more likely to be in prison. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's easy. Yeah, I know. And females, it's one out of 56. It's probably because, you know, statistically... I am more opinionated, for in my opinion. Males are a little more aggressive. I will say slower in the mind. And yeah, whenever we do something that we're not supposed to do, generally, yeah, generally. Yeah. But and they are really, a little bit more But those more are the people who are. Yeah. But uh, the thing that really annoys me is one out of nine men will be uh, can be will be uh, imprisoned, right? And they're and when they're born in the U.S. But what gets me annoyed is one out of three and one out of six. Those are black and Latino or slash ethical men. Uh, one out of three black men will be in prison. And one out of six ethnical or Latino men will be in prison. But it was only one out of nine, right? So mm-hmm. you need, So what happened to the other space? Only one out of 17 white men will be in prison. Now, I know that's not, like, to some people it's like, oh, that's still a lot of people. 
think about how much racial profiling there is, and this was back in 2001. We didn't have, we, I mean, you didn't see it all that much on, on like the uh, uh, like social media stuff like that. I mean, it was on the news, but you didn't see it on the social media. So imagine, but the moment, so imagine now, it's probably gonna be if you have three of your best friends who happen to be African American. Literally, chances yeah. are you won't see one of them again because they may get a ten year, five year. A lifetime. too long, yeah, yeah, life sentence. They get just, too long yeah. of a sentence. Just because you just of don't color. get to see them ever again. Yeah. And when it comes to women, it's really the same thing because it's one out of fifty-six. How is it one out of one hundred eleven white women are going to be in prison? One out of eighteen black women can be imprisoned, and one out of forty-five Latino slash ethnic women will be imprisoned. And now, generally, I'm, that is, it's more, it's more likely that. Uh, People of color mm. will commit crimes, but at the same time, they get imprisoned mm. more often. They get punished mm. harsher. They get, they get literally. They will literally get publicly abused. They will. They, 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 yeah. There's literally public abuse. And all out. So and sometimes we we just look at people and with and with that have different colors. Like oh, they did something wrong. Because I know I was in the car with my mom and. We were. She was listening to NPR, and I was listening with her. Uh, and there was talking about um, these two black guys. They were just. They were in the caf- cafe, and they they weren't doing anything. They were just drinking their coffee and minding their own business. And this white guy, the owner, who was white, um, called called the police because he he felt suspicious and stuff. But the thing is, these yeah, two black when guys... Yeah, and they weren't doing anything, he tried th- yeah. to claim loitering. Yeah, these t- and these two black guys weren't doing anything. All they were doing was sitting and talking and enjoying their coffee or whatever drink they were having. And when I heard that on NPR, NPR, I was... Um, I was really shocked, but then, uh, but then. I mean, I was, really all you have to do is ask. Yeah, just I ask. Was, I was really shocked, and also I wasn't all that shocked. Okay. And I wasn't all that surprised either because I know our community these days. And I um and I know our community these days is like we take one look at somebody and we automatically judge them, and that's a big factor too. Is like we need to change that. All right, so, and then Ellie, the last thing. Uh, uh, Zoe just got called for. Uh, she gets to leave. She has a doctor's appointment, but yeah. um. So well, she's well, gonna dip out. Up, yeah. She's gonna dip out for a second, and Isaiah, uh, Nicole, up. and I are going to. Uh, we're gonna finish this out. So. Uh, we'll are you guys see gonna later. wrap it? Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, wrap we'll, it up. Okay, yeah. uh, I can stay for a few minutes then. No, 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 no go, go, go. You have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll just we'll just sign off. For okay. You. Right. Yeah. And so, to wrap this up, you know, the last point, main point I want to make, is uh. Thank you. So, the U.S. has what? Five percent of the world's population. Yeah. But we have a quarter of the of, but we literally have twenty five percent of our population mm-hmm. in jail, and we even we only have five percent of the five uh, percent of people five uh, percent of the population right in our country of the world. I'm of, of oh, sorry, of the world. I didn't mean country. I didn't mean say country of the world. Yet we lead the entire world in incarceration rates, international incarceration rates, and we lead by a landslide. Like it's the, uh, on the uh, it's because it's because of all the factors we were talking about earlier, overcrowding, overpunishing with jail time, racial Just profiling. Ton, yeah, racial profiling, tons and tons and tons of drug charges, and this all piles up to where this makes us look 
like we're all a bunch of alcoholic delinquents yeah. with every at least at least five of us in every family have a crack addiction no that's not that's not who or like or that like we're is. very corrupt whenever people like show those public uh, abuse videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. that looks like we're really a corrupt country we're supposed to be the country, the home of the free land of the free. We, we're supposed to have so much freedom, but on in reality, there are families living in fear. Okay, so before we go off, I have just one more thing to say because one more little tangent, and then yeah, I just gotta call so, it. yeah, one, one, one more little like I guess you say story tangent, whatever. So my mom's a home daycare. She runs a home daycare. One of the kids, their family, they're legal immigrants. They're legal. They have everything. They have the paperwork and everything. They were so scared. Oh, that they were going to be burst and profiled and have their family completely split up because, you know, of how DACA works and all that. Yeah, yeah. and how messed up our legal system is. They literally won't let that little boy go out the house. He is only two years old and he can't even leave the house. They're that terrified. Like, like, you know how that, do you not know how that looks to other countries? They're like, wow, people are literally living in fear. They can't even leave their houses because they're so afraid that, because at this point, people are just like, wow, maybe I should just stay here, you know? We, we could easily do better. We could you know, so move to Canada. Too bad here. Yeah. No, just, same, same thing happens to my mom. She has to, like, wherever she's, like, going, like, like let's say an airport, she has to, she lives in fear because, like, maybe she could be deported, but she can't because she has her residency. It's, like, it's scary, you know? It's, Even it's, if you have de- it's definitely terrifying. But I hate that's how that that's how corrupt our system is. It's yeah. literally so corrupt that people can, our freedom isn't even there. Exactly. We don't have any freedom. We're literally yeah. living in fear. Exactly. All right. Yeah, we gotta call it. Um, have fun watching this thirty-eight-minute podcast. Shut up. It's it's all the same. One of the five senses. Uh. Yeah. Hope we get a good grade on this. We're kind of all over the place, but uh, yeah, see you in class.